Hello and welcome to the special edition of Florida Foodie. We're your host, I'm Candace Campos. And I'm Lisa Bell. Now for those of you who may not know, Florida Foodie is a podcast where we take a deep dive into the food scene here in Central Florida and of course, all of the people behind it. Now the first people we want to introduce to you are Jeff and Danielle Pereira, who created an overnight success, all because they were in the mood for a bagel. So when she said you should make me a bagel, it didn't seem odd. It just uh -huh. seemed like something okay. that felt right. Okay. So I decided to try to make it. And I'm- How I, was that first bagel? Awful. Oh. Awful, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, you have to like, we should rewind. Like I never bake anything prior to starting bagels that didn't uh -huh. come out of a box. So cakes from boxes, brownies from boxes, take and break cookies. Like I didn't bake, like I had no baking experience whatsoever. No formal So did you training. just Google how to make a bagel? Or? Yeah, the okay. internet and lots of books reading. Like it's amazing the amount of tutorials that are available to learn how to bake mm -hmm. in general. And then um, the bagel process was just about recipe testing. You know, mm -hmm. and I had watched plenty of Food Network and seen lots of other people making food and so i just you know i just did what i thought i should do so i just started making different batches with slightly altered ingredients danielle would come home and say this is horrible this is better this needs more salt and i would take her feedback and i would make slight adjustments and i mean you should have seen the counters it was like just glass and plastic and metal bowls full of different doughs with all the ingredients written on the paper on top. So when you were doing that were you thinking maybe i'll sell these or were you just thinking wow i just want to make my wife happy no, this was definitely make my wife happy. There okay. was no, in yeah. my mind, yeah. there was, I did not think we would be selling bagels. It was just, you know, she said, make a bagel. I said, of course, let's go. Okay. And yeah, he is, he got obsessed, which was great. And I was like, all right, let's keep going. You know, we're, <laughs> I was like, again, my end goal was to have a great bagel and that was it. So I was like, keep going. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. She went off to yeah. work one day yeah. and I set out to start, you know, my, test batches for the day, I don't know, three or four dozen that day. And she came home and I said, this is the one, I've got it. And she's like, I've heard this before. Yeah, like so <laughs> many <know>? times, <laughs> wasting had... so many calories on these terrible bagels. <laughs> <laughs> but I handed it to her like pretty fresh from the oven and she bit into it and her eyes rolled back in her head and she's like, this is it? I'm a kid, I'm in my mom's yeah. Volvo. Wow. And yeah. I'm eating a bagel from the bagel shop in Long Island. Yeah, and... I was like transported. It was, it was like I just got goosebumps, but it was pretty special. Yeah. yeah. It was like it worked. So of course I started doing it again. I made them again and again and again, like days in a row making the same bagel. And she told me that I have to go to work every day. I can't like, I have to fit in the work clothes that, I, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that yeah. I'm required to wear. Yeah, so like, if, like, and if there's a bagel on my counter and I've eaten a whole meal, I will eat that bagel also, because that's like how much I love like bagels or they're my kryptonite. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but yeah. so I was like, you got to get these out of the house. Like I can't eat two bagels after I've eaten dinner. Like that is not a good choice. <laughs> so we started giving them away to friends and yeah. family and those friends and family came back to us after I wasn't making as many. Cause yeah. I figured out how many to make and we started freezing them and doing stuff. And they said, you know, we'd buy these from you. And I was like, no, but no one's gonna buy bagels from me. This is crazy, <laughs> you're gonna buy bagels from me. Um, and I said, okay, sure, you can buy some bagels. And so I sold some to some friends and then they asked for them again. And I said, you know, Danielle, maybe we should try to sell them. You know, this was probably now November, December of 2019. So only a few months had gone by. It was a very accelerated few months. Yeah. I mean, I was making five, yeah. six dozen bagels a day for practicing. So it was a, it was a lot of yeah. energy put yeah. into it. But by December of 2019, we were selling bagels on the internet, which is wow. crazy yeah, to we, say. Like, I mean, and I think because of our backgrounds, we had enough insight to know, okay, let's build, let's build a Facebook page. Let's build an Instagram. Let's build a website. Like this is like the 
just the right. basic stuff yep. to have. So people are like, who are these people? Yes. And so we knew to do that. Yeah. I think from there, once we had that, it was, you know, kind of legitimized us. Like They were so <laughs> much fun to interview. Uh, just absolutely fascinating. So a little bit of a backstory there. Mm -hmm. They were both working in retail. He had been laid off. And so he was a little like depressed, kind of down, right. didn't know what to do, had all this free time. And so that's how they started baking bagels. And then of course the pandemic hits right. just months after that, but they had all that infrastructure just in place, like just for a few months. So they were ready to go when people were looking for places to buy things right. like bagels, you know, and they were on social media all the time and it just exploded so much so that they have now just opened up their second brick and mortar store. They started out in a mm -hmm. Now they're in college park in Orlando. Uh, and they sell other things too, like homemade cream cheese. It's making you my mouth to, water. You have to. But Danielle says she doesn't like her bagel with cream cheese. She's she's a purist at heart. I guess so. Yes. yes. Yeah. But I mean, talk about from happy you know happy wife to happy life. I mean, it looks like Amen. they're just yeah. so happy to yes. They are to both have a company doing that now full time yeah. and juggling that and kids and it's just crazy. But <laughs> just trying to make sure they keep the. Them. The waistline. Well, they're working bit. so hard, I think they're able to do that. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. so too. <laughs> and of course, we know everyone has a different journey, and that goes for people in the food industry as well. We all know celebrity chefs from our favorite cooking shows and those competitions, but we even got the chance to talk to one. I spoke to Richard Blaze about how he went from McDonald's to Top Chef and his newest restaurant right here in the city beautiful. I just wanted to stop for a second and say, what a list of accomplishments in the last couple of years. I mean, what is it just, when you think about what, 10 years ago, where you were at and to now? Okay, yes, I mean, what would yeah. You, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? Well, I mean, 10 years ago, I was just happy cooking food in a restaurant yeah. and, you know, getting up and going to work every day. And I, that's still how I feel, to be, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's 10 years later, but I just love what I do. I don't feel like I have a job um, because I love it so much. Um, I would never have thought that I would be here with you. <laughs> There's no way that I would have thought okay. 10 years ago we'd be doing this podcast. No way. I mean, and did it start with you, grow, you know, in the kitchen with your, with your family, you know, doing stuff in the kitchen together? Or was this something you're just like, you know what, I, I, I can make a pretty you know, great PB&J. Well, I did, listen, I mean, I had an early start. Mm -hmm. So when I was 14, I had, um, my first job was at a restaurant. I'm trying, I don't know if you have them around here because mm -hmm. I'm kind of new to town. Okay. But it's, um, they do like burgers and fries and shakes. Okay. McDonald's. Do Mc you have? Yeah, Mc we have a couple of those around here. Yes. <laughs> my first job was at McDonald's when okay. I was 14. Now I was the poissonnier there, which means fish cook in French, which is a very prestigious, <laughs> See how I'm hanging out with Gordon Ramsay now? I, I said prestigious. Oh, very much so. Uh, it's a very important position at a fast food hamburger restaurant that arguably has one seafood <laughs> item. But I was the poissonnier. Yeah. And the first batch of fish sandwiches mm -hmm. that I sent out, I forgot to put the top bun on them. Oh. How do you forget to do that? Because it's my first day. I'm 14 years <laughs> okay, old. Okay, true, true, uh, true. I mean, I was probably confused because there's cheese on it. So, like, who puts cheese on a fish? Anyway... <laughs> I don't put the top bun out. Everyone's coming back through the drive-thru. And that was my start in this career. Little did I know that that was really my calling to being an avant-garde chef. Look at like that. Like I'm serving open-faced fish sandwiches. You're so bougie I know, at McDonald's. I know. So I like telling that story though because that is who I am. You know, like I didn't grow up like on a farm, on a mm -hmm. milk crate, scrambling eggs from, <laughs> like it's, it's, a lot of chefs have that story, but mm -hmm. I'm just like a normal dude. My, my mom wasn't a great cook and, uh, you know, we ate food out of the microwave in the freezer and, I mean, I heated it up first. Of course. Well, that's, you know, but, um, you know. 
you know, you, you also forget meals. to put the top button on. So who knows if you ate? I, I've been known to make a mistake or two, um, which is, probably leads you to the next question. So the where's hair. your training? The hair. What's no, going on with that? Okay, good. I, I thought you were going to go right your there. Hair. I thought you were going to go right That's there. That's going to be next. That's the next question on the okay, list. Okay, fair enough. But fair so enough. your training. So where did you where did you go to school? Yes, um, I went to school at the Culinary Institute of America, mm. which is like their sort of uh, claim is like the Harvard of culinary schools. Okay. Which means it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, and it is, but like that's where I went to culinary, and I loved it. I loved culinary school a lot. You don't have to go if someone wants to learn how to cook. Uh, but I, I was such a student. I love learning. So mm-hmm. I actually, true story, got locked in the library one night because I was up there reading like 19 books about carrots. Who does that? Okay. And you. like the person, the student, you know, who was running the library, like left and locked up and I was locked in. I got out. <laughs> but you know uh, a lot about carrots now. But I know a lot about <laughs> carrots, which is my new cookbook. Uh, Richard Blaze knows a lot about carrots. It's not. I was going to say, new, is no. it? That's what's it on is, my It notes. is vegetable driven. It is vegetable driven. <laughs> wow. We had fun. We had fun. He and the way he's in person is the same way he is on TV. Yeah. If, you, if you watch Next Level Chef on Fox or whatever the fun things are, he's just so funny. And interesting enough, he did open up a new restaurant for Flamingos right here in Central Florida. It's on Grand Cypress Boulevard uh, near mm-hmm. uh, in Lake Buena Vista, and the food is phenomenal. It's works of art on a platter. It's Any open beautiful. fish sandwiches there? Um, there's, there is. It's a revolving <laughs> menu. You never know what you're going to get. But yeah. he really wants, when he opens up a restaurant in the city, he loves to kind of get that feel, that vintage mm-hmm. feel of, of its origin. So so there's a lot of fun stuff on, on the menu. So. And if carrots are on the menu, order those you too. Know. He, yeah. he read 19 books and got oh locked in the library for, for carrots. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> well, for most of us, our favorite thing about food, of course, is eating all of it. Yes, but these competitive eating take it just to the next level. I mean, we talk about their biggest challenges right here in the Sunshine State. You're watching a special edition. We're getting results for all of Central Florida on air and on News 6. We'll be right back. I'm hungry. You know that hot dog eating contest? Yes. I mean, heard com- of that before. Yeah, competitive eating is a little scary to watch, but the amount of food professional eaters can stomach is very impressive. And the people who choose to eat for a living are just as impressive. We caught up with professional eaters Randy Santel and Katina Desjarnet about their careers and the challenges they took on right here in Florida. You mentioned Korean food, and I've you know seen you eat pizzas and steaks and burgers. What is the hardest thing to eat in one of these challenges? Katina, what do you think? Well, now that I've done it for the first time, I would say uh, big ice cream challenges because there's so much oh. sugar involved. <laughs> and what about like a brain freeze? Right. Uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I didn't get a brain freeze doing my most recent ice cream challenge. But um, yeah, it's a, the sugar can really hit you. It doesn't matter if you have enough room. There's just like a certain point where it just you start to like, I don't know, get like a little buzzy about it. So <laughs> it, it really hits you different. So I, I would say for me, that has been my new big like, wow, that is a toughie. Yeah, and just to go on top of that, it's not even so much the ice cream. The one that Katina's talking about at Sloan's here in the Miami area, they had tons of different brownies, cookies, and stuff like that. I've done cupcake challenges, pretty much anything that's just really high in sugar. Those can be tough. But also, too, uh, anything that's overcooked. 
whether it be a pizza or a big slab of meat, beef, a uh, big burger. I've done a four pound uh, burger patty that was way overcooked. Once it's overcooked, it dries out and just gets really chewy and tough to eat. So you have to use a whole bunch of extra liquids in order to get it down. So yeah, I would say overcooked, big meaty challenges. And then yeah, very high sugar dessert challenges are rough. Is there any type of food you don't like? I mean, I've seen the pizzas. Are, what if someone puts a bunch of anchovies on there or something like that? I actually just did a challenge here in Miami at a place called Taquera Viva Mexico, where I ate uh, pig ears, uh, stomach, intestines, and tongue. So that was all pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the same reaction my mom had. But my big thing is I don't like, I don't really ever want to eat Carolina Reaper peppers or anything just super spicy. Mm -hmm. So I'll eat pretty much anything else, just nothing that's just so spicy that it ruins your body and hurts you for like two or three days. And what would you say is like the one food that you're like, I would love to do a challenge on yes. this food? Anything grilled cheese. Grilled okay. cheese is always amazing. Uh, I love anything buffalo chicken. Uh, if I had to do one challenge, I think I would want to do a French onion soup challenge. I've never done one. Mm. That would be amazing. That'd be very good. high in salt. But mm -hmm. what about you, Katina? I've always wanted to do like a full English breakfast challenge. I thought that would be a lot of fun or anything breakfast related. I love waffles, pancakes, just breakfast items are the best items of food to me. So anything along that line. Anything covered in sausage gravy has got to be good. <laughs> yeah. I have to agree with the whole breakfast thing. If I have to eat a lot of something, it's going to be breakfast. You? Really? Yeah, I don't know. It would be yours. I just felt full the entire time we yeah. were talking to them. And if you go and follow them on social media, you'll see sometimes, you know, they're kind of washing things down with beer. And I asked them during that interview. Yeah, I remember. Doesn't that fill you up? How do you, I mean, if you have like one large beer, mm -hmm. then 10 pizzas, how do you do all that? They said they go into a lot of those challenges really hungry. Right. So that uh, helps. And, and, it, and it helps soften stuff. So. Oh, it's a lot. I mean, they're impressive. They're very impressive. <laughs> All right. We may not eat as much as our competitive eating friends, but the best part of our job can be getting to try foods from all of those great places, especially the local ones. So I was able to try some sweet treats from Fat Ash Bakes. You actually have a flavor um, that I saw on your plate. It's like a, a maple praline pecan one. Yes. And so that is one... I think I saw it on your plate. Um, yes. We, that one is like probably one of my new favorites. Uh, that is one I think that we could definitely experiment with baking. So Thomas set this up for me and he's in a different room and I think he left his plate. In I here. did. I'm kicking myself. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, you could either get up and come and get it or uh, I'll just taste it myself. Uh, I'm not get up and go and get it. <laughs> I might sneak a little taste while he's gone. Yeah, I mean, you have to while mm. we're there. Amazing. It's thank so good. You. Thank you, thank you. He's in here right now, <laughs> grabbing that. <laughs> I'm afraid to start eating this because I don't know, like I am now drooling out of my mouth right now. Um, 100%. Thomas, I will admit while you were walking down the hall, I snuck a little bite. No worries, I can't blame you. On praline. <laughs> so do you want to try them now? Should we, like, I, I need a bigger bite of that. Yeah. Maple pecan praline first. Sure. Oh my gosh. 
So I am a warm cookie fan. Israel, Izzy, my husband, who's the other half of this, is not. So it really is whatever you like to do. I enjoy warming them up. He eats in room temperature, so you can eat them either way. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, man. Is there... Now we have to talk after this. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> so, like, it's kind of like cinnamon toast crunch almost on steroids. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like breakfast in a cookie. Yes. Is this like this with a cup of coffee oh, is exactly what perfect. I need right now. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Thomas, What the next we have Electric Zoo, mm -hmm. which I will hold up. Has some ooh, sprinkles on top. It looks like an animal cracker or something, or not yeah. know what it is. is it an animal cracker? I have the cookies here too. So I know there's a little glare because of the light, but you know, Ooh. before you had them, they were all individually wrapped and sealed. Mm -hmm. um, so they last a really long time in these bags and they survive mm -hmm. all the shipping that we do. Um, we ship nationally, but we have also shipped internationally as well. So we do it all. We do it Are all. You, they last you getting ahead time. of me and trying the electric zoo, Thomas? Maybe. <laughs> that was so fun oh, this was is it? bringing back some great memories was um, it i never got it i'm sorry i'm sorry hmm. they were great they were. um so fat ash bakes is located on mills okay. in downtown orlando delicious as she said they ship so many great flavors follow them on instagram they post their their upcoming flavors like days in advance and they sell out like crazy that's great. so good so would you have warmed them up if you had the option to Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They were so, they were great. They yeah. were, I think either way, I'd have to try them warm and then yeah. let you know, but they were really wonderful. With a cup of coffee. Yeah, you're talking yeah. And the challenge is, is when we get to try stuff like that, then you just want to sit back and eat. Yeah. You right? still have to have you a conversation. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, like we said, trying food from different Central Florida restaurants is one of the sweetest perks of doing our job. Even though sometimes sweet might be the, the wrong word. Ha. My nose is running. I feel like really bad right now. <laughs> Like, I feel like I'm just draining everything out of me. Thank you for the visual, Lisa. Sometimes <laughs> a little too hot for some of us to handle. We'll take a look at a sauce that's hotter than L. That's coming up next. You're watching a special edition of Florida Foodie. We'll be right back. The Central Florida food scene is more than just restaurants and food trucks. It's also all of the great local food products. And that includes Hotter Than L Hot Sauce, a local company that sells their sauce at the Central Florida Zoo. Now, we were able to try some of their most famous sauces. Okay, let's go to Love Burns. <laughs> yes. Man. Let's go. All right. <laughs> you can hear them laughing in the back. <laughs> All right, I'll do a lot less on this, okay. and I'll just put it on the end so you can just bite a small amount of it the, and then use the chip to... To cool off. To cool off, yeah. Okay. okay. Say a little. <laughs> I want to hold this up for our camera. Here, I don't just know if you can see just, it. I'll go. Wow, you're doing a lot. Holy mackerel! Wow. Ready? Mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers. And you can just recreate Matt Damon's comment anytime you like. Do you say like, holy <laughs> damn? <laughs> Wowzers. No, he dropped. Dropped a couple. Yeah, F-bomb. <laughs> <I'm dying. laughs> 
It's good. <laughs> Dino is smiling so hard right now. My eyes are watering. We haven't too. <laughs> I will have a whole new appreciation for you hot. too when I watch you all on the news now. Woo! That one was the <clears throat> Love Burns. That's Love Burns, number seven on Hot Ones, season 15. Something's burning, all right. Let's do the last one. Do it, you do it. You're not gonna do it? Tapping out? Just a little bit, just a little. Not as much as what Man, he gave look you. Look at that, peer pressure. I'm almost out of water. <laughs> I don't have any water. <laughs> Believe it or not, water makes it worse, too. <laughs> now he it tells just her. Spreads it spreads <sighs> Yeah. But I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to be the reason that, you know. Well, I don't have a show. I I'm need done. a chip. She, See, she... I had a chip. It felt, it felt good. Okay. But like little Dino. <laughs> little Dino. Please be nice. <laughs> Make me laugh. It's going to go everywhere. It doesn't want to come out. This oh. is afraid of you. It's afraid. That's too much. Is that good? That's good? I, Here, let me dip my chip into that. Oh, my God. <laughs> dip into his chip. Look how much he gave me. <laughs> You see this right now? This is probably smaller than a than you a pea. Dip in that? Yeah, I'm gonna dip. <laughs> <laughs> is that enough? Just bite just the edge, not the whole chip, so you actually taste it. Okay. I want you to see your reaction first. I still have to eat a plain it's chip. It's not that bad. Again, I'm a bad judge of this. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Thomas, go give me my water, please. <laughs> All right. Kidding. I'm gonna try it. This is like a good game. This is a Saturday night game. Okay. Until you're cramping. Yeah. I'm gonna have another chip. Yeah, I was out with friends the last week. Next thing I know at like 12.30 at night, there's like seven people in my house, in my kitchen, all tasting hot sauces. That was better because I barely had any. My tongue's on my, fire. My nose is running. I feel like really bad right now. <laughs> like I feel like I'm just draining everything out of me. <laughs> and it's highly inappropriate. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. And the reason why it's called Hotter Than L is in honor of his daughter, whose name is L. Right. Uh, those were very, it was so much fun to do that. It was. And we took home some of the milder ones mm -hmm. that are delicious. They are very nice. Yes. But man, if you're into hot sauce, that's the place to go. Yeah. yeah. He says that when he was doing it in his kitchen, it was, I mean, you would walk in and your eyes would start I to know. Burn. I know. My eyes are watering just watching that. So <laughs> it was intense. You dipped <laughs> your chip <laughs> on his chip. Right. That was enough. That, that was, was enough. enough. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hanging out with us on this special edition of Florida Foodie. Yeah, and remember, you can always get the latest foodie news anytime on clickorlando.com slash Florida Foodie and sign up for our newsletter. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lisa Bell. All right, you can go grab a snack. I'm Candace Campos. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online, search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram, or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter, just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com. And on YouTube, just search Florida Foodie.